Welcome to When Marriage and Purpose Collide, the, the podcast. podcast. So, babe, I think people want to know about us a little more. I think we should tell them. Well, I was looking fine, handsome online. You slid in my DMs. I was standing on a frozen lake with my dad. And it was Mm-mm. Stop, oh. stop, Sturge. Just speed it up. All right. So, basically, we met online. Almost a year later, we were engaged. And six and a half months later, we were married. So there's so much to our story that we want to share. We always knew we had a mission. We are in no way perfect. Well, we are passionate about helping Christian singles date with intention and purpose for marriage. Hence this podcast. Take a peek into our lives as we handle married life on purpose. There also will be some laughter, some seriousness, and a lot of thought-provoking topics. So whether you are single and dating, engaged, or newlywed, Wait, don't forget the married couples. We want to thank you for tuning in. On to the episode. What's up, what's up, y'all? We here. What's up, what's up, y'all? We back. What's up, what's up, y'all? We here. What's up, what's up, y'all? We back. Hey, we back. Hey, we back. We back. We back. I poke myself in the eye. I poke myself in the eye. Welcome back (laughs) to another episode of When Marriage and Purpose Collide, Collide. the The podcast. podcast. And we have one more episode after this. Yep. And that will be the end of season three. Can you believe it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Just, just, it's like, just, there we go. Can you believe it? Yes. It's a feeling. That we actually been doing this for three seasons? Yeah. Every time I tell people, three seasons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It takes time. It takes some We're going to keep going. We're going to be season 20 and still rolling with it. Y'all don't know the work it takes behind the scenes to get this to production. We're going to have a whole production studio. Yes. I I've believe. Got, we got to look here, not there. I believe. I believe it. I believe it. But no, it's going to be grand. It's going to be great. Again, in the link in the bio, if you care to donate, you know, you could donate some funds. If you say, I want to keep seeing you, I want to keep supporting you, I'm thankful for having y'all, go ahead. It could be a dollar. Yep. It could be $5. It could be $10. Whatever it is, we love it. So thank y'all. So whatever it is, go ahead and do your thing in the link. But you know how we start off with our segment. Something interesting. Something interesting, babe. What we got on the docket today? We got Delay's recital. And it was great. Tell us about it. How did you feel as a father? Happy. And it was weird. I know I keep saying it because I used to play band and I used to have my concerts on that stage. <laughs> and to see somebody that came out of us on that stage <laughs> after the fact like it was like two different per- like it was two different timelines happening and i was like this is this is weird it's weird because it's like i'm on the other end now proud father in the middle front oh i chose row. the very front row in the front when it said front and center that's where i was and front i had the camera in center oh i was right there she's well one of the reasons why i did that because I wanted to in second so she can see me. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. She did see you. She said, oh, yeah. you right But there. she wasn't even worried about me. She was worried about brother paying attention. I know, because we had to keep him occupied. Yeah, he was occupied. He didn't want to watch none of that. He's like, I want to see monster trucks, like usual. Yeah, it was um, an amazing experience. Oh, yeah. I, um, of course, our first time in the big stage. And it's crazy because the uh, first time she's she'd been to something like that was last year. Yep. I took her to the recital on purpose to show her what this could look like. And she, when she saw the little girls on stage that looked like her and were up there dancing and their uniforms and all that stuff, she lit up. And so I was like, okay, well, we're going to get you in dance. Oh, yeah. And so she, she started in the she summer. Didn't, she didn't do that summer one. The, the, where it was outside and it was hot. Yeah, she didn't know nah, what was she, happening. She just stood there. It was like, yeah, this ain't going to work. She was like, a, and yeah. So, and I think um, just thankful for the patience that the teachers and instructors had. Because oh, yeah. she just, she grew. She mm-hmm. grew into it. And so, um, 
So yeah, any of y'all that's been through dance, y'all probably know, you know, as far as like the, you know, what to go through and the learning and mm -hmm. what it takes to be a part of a team. And I just saw her just make new friends and the way she gravitated to them was like really interesting. Like I'm finally seeing her say I have friends now and leave us for just that one split second, even though she was across the room, you know, in the same place. But it's what like. It, I just took me to childhood. Which I I, I do want to say I did <laughs> see the beginning moments of her having a little brother and him embarrassing her. Oh my gosh! <laughs> because they it was all cute at first, and it was like oh they were playing ring around a rosy, hugging each other. And then she seen her friend, she was like oh this is my brother. This yep. went yeah. <laughs> he was he went goofy. He went goofy, and their friends the friends were like what. What is happening? Fools. But she was so happy to say this is my brother. Like she ain't gonna do that no more. Well, anyway. But it was a great recital, great experience, a great production. Like they spent so much time on oh, this. Yeah. Um, just to get people in the door. Um, the behind the scenes was chaotic, but I know um it it really showed well. So we got footage. So I'm just happy about that. Yep. That we able to look back on this experience. I got to show off some of my skills recording. Yep. You want to tell them, tell them what? what you got? Oh, the, you talking about the recordings? What the name is of the... Oh, the the, the first one. Well, there's no. it's, it's technically there's three. Well, I want to say the name of the... So you really don't remember anything I said? I know what it is. You've been on that game with all your little friends. Why they got to be little friends? Anyway, you still didn't give me time to chill. Chill? What you talking about? You got all the time in the world. Plus... You know what? What are we eating for dinner? What do you want to eat? Just pick up something. I don't care. Tacos? We had tacos a few nights ago, so no. Chicken? Chinese? Thai? Mm-mm. Ugh. Fine. Let's just do tacos. Hold up. You know what? When's the last time we did check-in? We hear all the time about how important communication is in a relationship, and most importantly, a marriage. But what does communication really look like? Well... In the Couples Check-In Communication Game Changer, we provide tips and tools on starting your own check-in. If you feel like communication is failing or that you are both not on the same page or you just want to try something new in your relationship, get this resource today. Visit www.lucreciahaley.com to get yours today. Company or the name of the... Oh, Haley Productions. Haley's Place Productions. I forgot yes. that we're creating that. Yes. Uh, as far as all my videos that I'm going to start filming. So just stay tuned for that. Mm -hmm. um, we'll probably talk more about that in the last episode. Like I said, I did three so far. And they basically all delay. <laughs> yep. So yeah. it's a great start. A great start, I think. And uh, more to come. Mm-hmm. More to come. And I'm just excited to see her grow um, and experience more with this. Um, so, And see her excitement after the fact because now she's dancing. Oh, my goodness. She's dancing. Yeah. I think because she saw everybody else, yep. too, on stage. Mm -hmm. Not only her, her on stage and wanted to not leave the stage. First off, let's talk about that. She didn't want to leave the stage. She got mad when she had to walk off the stage. And every time she see the video, I didn't want to leave. Mm -hmm. well, and then yeah and then now she dances to any song mm -hmm. it, it's a monster truck song she dances to it could be a rock song she's dancing to, a ballet style to it though like not like no, dancing no, like no, it's regular, everything no, like she's is, doing her actual routine right to it to it so i'm like oh my gosh like i could see her really honing in on this craft so which is cool that she's doing it to the Monster Truck song. So she's like helping her brother out because he wants to listen to Monster Truck. She's like, well, I'm going to do my dance between to your Monster Truck song. <laughs> monster Truck, Monster Truck. Right. And they just. And she over here. But yeah, so um, that's a little taste of family and parenting, I think, along with having kids and family. Like it's. um. It's a great thing. It's a great thing. And then, um, yeah, and tomorrow is our son's third birthday. Happy birthday to Lavelle. So, yeah, I got to. Um, that boy finally turned three. Be on social medias. Oh, uh, I was supposed to post all week. I which, usually do that. Which I'm going to make a, a film for him. I just got to figure out how I'm going to do it. 
yeah. had some ideas, but I don't know how it's gonna work out because I'm not here in the morning. Yeah, it's okay. We can do it. We got party and all that stuff. We got a whole bunch of that. Well, I could do a Sunday recording. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah, work it out. Time. Yeah. So, anywho, we got a cool topic for y'all today. And um, it's. What? Huh? I was about to say, we ain't found the exact title, but we did. Yeah, we ain't found an exact title. It, it might be revolving something, but anyway. How we came to this topic, like why we came to this topic was we was talking, we was actually trying to figure out what we we're going to talk about next. Yeah. And the overarching theme of what we were coming up with had to deal with trust, mm -hmm. necessarily trust issues that yeah. we experienced, that we have. And so we came up with a few points. We had to go back into our own dating lives to yeah. kind of pull some things up to help y'all. Cause look, initially in not initially. What we're here for is to encourage and to help y'all cultivate great, healthy relationships that lead to marriage, right? Because we know you're out here, you're listening to us and you're like, you know, what? I want to be married. Yeah. I want to have a great relationship. I want to, you know, have my purpose partner. I want to do all the things. So this is what we're here, right? Yeah. We're here for that. So one of the things that we know we I've dealt with You've dealt with, we've dealt with, y'all dealt with, we gonna deal with, and we don't have with, we gonna, we gonna, okay, is trust issues. So, have you, babe, ever dealt with trust issues? Yep. And how did that influence your relationships? Um, my trust issue started with, if we're talking about just dating, it started with the very first girl from back in the eighth grade. Um, eighth grade Susie in first period actually it was very first period when I found out too oh, okay well well basically somehow she kissed the dude over dishes don't dishes. ask I don't know it was random and okay. weird. she gave me a note and said that she was washing dishes and her sister had some friends over and the dude kissed her or she kissed him or something like that I'm like how is dishes romantic but anyway Maybe it was a ghost moment. I don't think ghost was out before then. Ghost was before then. Yeah, maybe there was, you know, over there watching the suds. Okay, <laughs> sir. What? But what the crazy part about it was she started crying. Like, she gave me the note and busted out crying in the hallway. So everybody thought I did something to her. They called me to the counselor's office and everything thinking I did something. Mm -hmm. I was like, I didn't mm -hmm. do a thing. She just had me a note and started crying. Mm-hmm teachers coming to me what you do to her i didn't do nothing <laughs> i didn't even get to read a note yet y'all were about to throw me out the school come to find out she did that but because she because hmm? she cheat she yeah was with eighth grade cheated eighth, eighth grade cheating yeah. basically that you know that's the you hold hands with another dude and another girl right. that's cheating why you hold why he <laughs> holding your books <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you walking you to class. You wasn't cheating. you wasn't there second period. <laughs> so, but anyway, that sprung like that was like the initial. Yeah, that was an initial of, like trust that you had. And I, I actually saw myself how I would react to mm -hmm. something like that. Like after that, I was just like, "You, you gone? I don't know who you are no more." Mm -hmm. She tried talking to me. I was like, "Nah, fam, get away from me." Yeah, I think like when we went to high school. Mm -hmm. She tried to she slipped a note to me. I just do it in the trash. Get out of here. Yeah. I don't got time to talk to you. And then she slapped me. I remember that. That was senior year. Wait a minute. How'd she come back up senior year? Because we were still going to school together the whole time. Yeah, but how'd she slap you? Well, so oh basically, gosh. you know how you sign the yearbooks and stuff? Mm -hmm. So she came up to me. For some reason, we just had it okay. the same class. I didn't talk to her this whole time. Mm-hmm. She came up to me and was like, hey, you saw my yearbook. I'm like, no, nah, I ain't saw your yearbook. Like, we ain't never been cool since then. Oh, okay. So she slapped me and tried to, right when she turned around to walk away, I tripped her. Oh, okay. <laughs> well. I'll get back. Yeah, oh, my good goodness. Too. Oh, my goodness. So that was your first dealing of, uh, you know, dealing with mm -hmm. kind of that. How did, did that affect any future relationships that you had, would you say? A little bit. It was like a little piece of that. Well, because it took me all the way until like my senior year until 
then I actually have a, a another girlfriend, and even then, then she, that was another case. Yeah, and that was a whole different case. That, golly, she didn't left the house. I had a whole movie as a uh, prom night. Man, that's a whole story I can tell for this podcast that's, if I can. I mean, I don't know if that. I don't know. I, I could probably do the short version. I don't. Well, hold, well, okay, but I don't know yet. Okay. I don't know yet. I don't know where you're gonna go because you be going on tangents. I was gonna do a little, little short version, just I, just highlights. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. I don't know yet because, like I said, well, well it's a part of the trust issues. I put it like that because okay. with all that, like mm-hmm. it led me to like a depression. Okay. I think you talked about it too already. Have I? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, never mind. Y'all know. I mean, you still could bring it up. I'm just saying. I remember you talk. I remember you talking oh, about what? if it's about the last the girl. Either either way. My mm-hmm. my car, it, it got stolen off the highway. Mm-hmm. I had to go into my brother's house. And then uh, I was told I was going to have a car. And then somebody took that car. Mm-hmm. And then I had to drive my brother's car. And that slipped off the highway. And got back on the highway with a tow truck. And then finally had prom night. And guess what? I was nominated prom king. Out of all that. All that. There's a whole lot more. But that was just like the gloss part. That's that's all I want to say. That's all you want to say? Yeah, you gonna a... leave us with the prom. Okay, you told me that you... I could go full story. That'll be the whole podcast, though. We that's what I'm there. saying. You can go full story, but you left us with, with nothing that had to do with the relationship and trusting. Hey, you. if you want to know, put it in the comments. Okay. I'll tell you about okay. it. <laughs> comments. Okay, so anyway, um, as far as me dealing with anything like that, I don't think in my younger years I dealt with it. Um, more so with, and I know we, we would talk about that, but more so with, um, people in my family or, mm-hmm. you know, friendships and things like that, I would say where it, where it was and I non-dating relationships is where the trust issues came from. Okay. Cause I had bounced a lot from friends to friend and, um, a lot of friends <clears throat> had to, uh, you know, they moved away or I never had a stable friendship. Yeah. You know, um, and so I never learned how to have a like a true friendship for a long period of time. And so I think that also was in the back of my mind sometimes, even when it came to dating, because how long are you going to be here? Yeah. You know, are you going to stay here? Are you going to be here? So I had friendship abandonment, I guess that was a maybe that's a prior way to okay, put that. Well, and so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I thought about it. I was like, wait a minute. No, I can't because I had the same friend since elementary school. Yeah. So I had, a, so maybe I, I had dealt with a lot of that. And so um, that carried over into my adult years. So, Oops, yeah. And so that was one of the conversations I've had with my therapist. But, uh, but, but yeah, it's, it was, it was a thing. And so um, I think trust is huge and big. You know what? You saying that now I could, I could see that because if it started all the way back then and now it's like, you still going through that. I can mm-hmm. see how. Yeah. When you was going through that at that moment, mm-hmm. on how that affected you. Yeah. Because for a while, it's like I'm gonna try my best to support. I mean, I see what they're doing and stuff like that, and I mm-hmm. understand. I understand that part, but mm-hmm. it was deeper than that, just because you've been dealing with that basically almost all your life. Exactly. I've been dealing with it all my life, and so, um, and it never goes away. But I have to find ways to combat the thinking that a friendship won't last yeah yeah. you know what i'm saying which goes into also dating and relationships um for any of you out there you like you have to really train your mind to think outside of the narratives and assumptions that we can make yeah actually i was sitting there thinking that because even with those two situations i got out of Mm -hmm. um I still, it still didn't shake my trust for anybody. It's more like that my trust for that single person. Got you. It didn't. It, it didn't. didn't, you didn't hop hold, on to another. You didn't you project know. it to other. No. Things because a relationship. Um, I always gave people, you know, the opportunity. It's like, okay, my trust is going to be there because mm-hmm. I, I want to be able to like have that trust for someone. So I'm, gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you that trust, but it's also going to give you the opportunity to like, hey. You're going to mess up, then that trust is gone. That's huge because some people can't do that. Yeah. That's hard. That's a hard, that's a, like you can, you have the capability of starting fresh mm-hmm. and thinking the best 
of the situation. Yeah. Before anything happens. So you just like a clean slate, like you erased the past kind of thing. And you say, no, I'm going to go into it this way. Yeah. Which is a way as a healthy way of thinking when you think about dating and relationships. Yeah, because I want to bring whatever issues I had before then, especially if it wasn't my fault. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not going to bring that on to somebody else. So not, so the rejection didn't even come? No. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Hmm. It didn't because I was like, well, I mean, they chose that. And it, I think what it was is like I saw the outcome of that choice they made. Got you. And how terrible it went for them after mm-hmm. the fact now just like that's your fault yeah i see what you mean it kind of so it kind of painted the picture right it's just like you chose that and i see how bad it went for you and i'm just gonna keep mm-hmm. moving yeah think no i ain't coming back <laughs> so that and that's that's something and that's kind of what it, it is what i what we're leaning on is that whatever you've dealt with in your past mm-hmm. sometimes carries over into your relationships mm-hmm. so if you've dealt with abandonment betrayal rejection the feeling of not being loved yeah in your you know and and definitely with trust um it does affect the future relationships that you have oh yeah if you don't frame it well if you don't go into it thinking the best of it and sometimes of course you have this is the reason why, of course, we, we have episodes this season to talk about therapy, but it's more so where you have to back in previous seasons, actually, all the episodes. Um, so <laughs> where you just have to start fresh, start with fresh yourself and go back to yourself. Or or either if you feel like you have to sit there and not be able to trust somebody at the very beginning, I think you probably need to work on yourself and figure out how to, you know not say cure it but mm-hmm. like handle that mm-hmm. instead of just hopping on to the next situation or you know relationship and you still got trust problems right or you okay. you think you don't but you do you think you don't but you do and that's that's something that i dealt with we're going to talk about that where i didn't know i had that mm-hmm. um until i seen it but so um and then the last thing i want to bring up was a lot of times of course as believers in Christ, I should say that because you could say believers and you'd be like, you believe in anything, but mm-hmm. believers in Christ, that a lot of times if you grew up in the church or, you know, you grew up in the church for a long time or you dealt with believers in your family, trust in God, God will help you through. Just give God your all and God will show you. A lot of times if you have not, you know how they say that, try God. Yeah. Like if you have not tried God, not to test God, but tried God for yourself to build a relationship with God. It's hard to trust because yeah. you have not seen what he could do. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you got to trust him to trust him. You got to take the risk and trust him to trust, surrender and trust. And that's a hard thing to deal with. So you have to basically build, just like we build relationships, you have to build your relationship with God build, build that trust so up. you can see the trust and you can see the pattern over time. So you can't just say, put your trust in God so you can trust in the da, 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 da. Yes, that's where faith comes into play, but it still takes time yeah. to build that. So, um, so I wanted to kind of bring that thought up that um, we can't always just point to God without telling people what process it gets to building that. Well, I can tell you how I end up doing it. Um, have you ever seen the movie uh, Yes Man? Oh, gosh. <laughs> With Jim Carrey? Basically, that's how I treated God, where it was like, you know what? I'm going to stop saying no. I'm going to say yes. Mm. And every time there was an opportunity where I knew it was like, okay, mm-hmm. The, or even if I, I had an inkling of knowing, that, okay, maybe this is God telling me to go this way. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, let me do it. I mean, so I'm only living once, so why not? So, yes, and then they show I'm going to church. But yes, and then they show I'm leading the whole 70 people group. Right. Like, yes, and then it was like, oh, this is happening, and this, yeah. is, and then after that, it was just like a roller coaster. Boom, roller coaster boom, after boom. yes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, now I'm married, two kids in a house. Doing a podcast. Doing a- <laughs> in a room in the house. In a room in the house. <laughs> Try God, y'all. Try God. For those listening out, out there who just like stumbled on our podcast and don't know who we about. Yeah. Well, because that's the other thing. It's like, like you said, you hear people tell you that. Yeah. But you don't see it. 
Yeah. But hey, you know, trusting God. But like, yeah, oh, you know, I trust him. But like, do you know how to trust in God? Mm-hmm. Like, do they did they show you how to trust in God? They could tell you trust in God, but if you don't know what trust is in the first place, how are you gonna know to trust God? Yeah. Do you see the fruit in them trusting God? Right. So do you see I, what they would happen when they trust God? Yeah. But I also want to say too, don't worry about other people's journeys. When you're doing it. Find your way. <laughs> do do it your basically do it how you think you want to trust God and go that way. I'm yeah. pretty sure he'll set you he'll set you straight. And that the mic drop. Oh, my bad. That's a mic drop. Throw the mic at Throw you. Throw the mic. So we got some a few things we want to talk about in regards to trust, right? Because mm-hmm. some things that happened in our relationship in the beginning stages, mm-hmm. like of building trust and what that even looked like. So we want to talk about some of that. The first one we want to talk about is opposite sex friendships and the trust in that. Yeah. And so, like I said before, you don't know what you're dealing with until the situation comes up. Mm-hmm. And so, so with this particular situation, I didn't know, and it wasn't, I want, I won't frame it as trust issues. It was more so as a, um, I don't want to say issues because it was more so like a it could have been a like a vulnerable stop, spot mm-hmm. that I didn't know how to handle mm-hmm. that I've never handled before and so it was more like I'm growing and learning as this is going so I don't know how this is going to work out and so like I told I think I told DJ before he was the first guy that I tried things differently with so how I communicated I did things the opposite way that I normally would do because I was like, the other stuff was not getting me anywhere. Somehow this has to go differently. I have to, if I'm desiring to have a guy in my life to invite a guy in my life, I got to think differently about this. And so I could have quickly in this situation, just turned things off with this and erased it and been like, you know what? He ain't for me. Shut the lights off. I'm moving on kind of thing. But I kind of swam through this and I had to keep going. So anyway, to start off with this, we were dating for, I don't know how long we were dating before this happened. Yeah, I, honestly. Can't, I, can't, I can't even tell you. It was months in. It was that. months in. Um, but I know that um, you had friends that were women mm-hmm. in your circle, in your circle group. Mm-hmm. And I remember when you brought me in, you know, um, this particular friend would come through a lot. And then I would see every time I visited your apartment, I would go to see you more than times. She's she's there or I would contact. Um, I would call you or whatever. And you would say that she's that's that's her or you out and about. You say I'm going with like it was just friendships. I remember we would hang out together. You know, all this stuff. We went out to, you know, different places. We'll meet up. I think that things. that that one time, I think that's what did it is where we went for crab legs and I paid for everybody. I could tell you, I forgot about that. You know, because it happened right after that. I remember that. It happened after that. Okay. I don't, yeah, I remember that now. Um, so there were cases from what he's saying, there were cases where, um, she would need things paid for at a lot of times. And so, a lot at a lot of times that sounds funny right yeah at a lot of times but also they agree yeah she would i mean i guess you were very generous i should say uh-huh. you were very generous you had a giving heart and so and so at some point in you know time like when we hang out or oh, i hear you um you know you say i would help her out mm-hmm. or you know visit whatever it is whatever she needed you was there kind of person you know because your friendship uh, i mean you was friend yeah but that's a bad that. thing I, well no <laughs> i'm just saying and so over time i started seeing this and i think the uncomfortability started yeah well, probably when you started um i start seeing us become official mm-hmm. because we were still in our um uh, early dating stages when i met her and in my mind i'm not i'm don't know that we're for sure down the line so i'm not really thinking too hard about it that might have been it it was more so me just like well why am i going to approach this with you now if we're not 
really, you know, if there's not going to be a future, why am I even going to bring up a problem that doesn't need to be a problem and sever something that doesn't need to be severed right. between you? So as we started growing in our relationship and going towards, you know, more so as a serious dating relationship, I think that's when everything switched. And I start seeing her in a different light as far as what would it look like if she was in our lives? How could you balance that? And so, and so I remember the back and forth in my mind going back, like, this doesn't seem right to pull her away because you've been friends for a long time. I don't know how I'm going to bring this up to you. I don't even know if I should bring it up to you. I think you even asked me at one point, actually, it was a point in time where you did ask me or we talked about it and I said, everything was fine. Yeah. Cause I thought everything was fine. <laughs> so, Are you cool with that? And so, and then and then the second time was a time where um where I didn't know and and I brought it I framed it as I know I trust you but I don't know if I trust her and I don't know where your heart is being divided in so if we're serious I don't know what where's your heart lie is it for me is it for her or is it more so like what she's going to pull you towards you know and this is before I, I didn't know what's the to think I was just like I, I don't know I, di I didn't know so I remember I brought it up to you it was like I don't know what to do you know kind of thing and so there you could bring your okay I don't know I don't know what, if there's anything else for me to say on that part well, other than after you say for, first I want to say mind you she she had a boyfriend so mm. um me and the boyfriend, boyfriend. Was cool. like we all hung out stuff that kind of stuff it's more like you know she was my friend first before him, but then we all became friends. And yeah. yeah it, it was like that. Like mm -hmm. she'll hang out with me and the cousins and stuff. Like she was part of the 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 group. Um but I I do remember you like coming in. I was like, I'm pretty sure she probably feels uncomfortable about that. Mm -hmm. Um because yeah, she we used to hang out like a lot. Like, like hey, you wanna go there? Oh yeah. I'm mm -hmm. like, cool, especially because she lived like like in the same complex she was in the same complex so, yeah so it was like uh every now and then like if her car was like messed up or something like that like we go to work at the same time like, mm -hmm. so go to yeah. work or something like that right so yeah i i can understand where it's like okay you're hanging out with this girl a whole lot and like where where am i at in this mm -hmm. so i'm like okay so i had to make, make a decision when she brought it up i was like well that how did you when I initially brought it up, how did that how did you feel? Uh it sucked because it's like she was one uh, she was like basically the only female friend that I felt like was a friend. Mm -hmm. Um and yeah. you rarely men get that, especially yeah. you know, single men a lot of times you like you hear, oh, oh single man have a female friend. Right. Like no, like she was actually that friend and didn't yeah. get that aspect. That's why a lot of times when I was uh, on the dating sites, like I was like, okay, mm -hmm. I can see now what women go through because we did a whole test and everything, <laughs> made a fake page. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was for her to look at somebody else. Right. We made a fake page and I seen all the men attacking the fake page. I was like, what is happening? Oh my gosh. I was like, I yeah. don't get that. I, I probably get one message in three months. Mm -hmm. This guy... In three minutes, a hundred messages, right? Different people, mm -hmm. but it it sucked because it was like, okay, I'm losing this friendship, but at the same time, I saw pot potential of having a wife. I was just like, mm -hmm. I'm I'm the type to where if it don't work out, and I could easily like pick up back up on on a, a relationship with somebody, act like 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 nothing ever happened, right? Like, I still got other friends, not female friends, but, like, male friends where I could see them. And it could be, like, we ain't never left off kind of thing. Right. I'm not, you know, kind of person. I ain't saying they are, but I know yeah. I am. Right. So I was like, well, if it don't work out, then, uh, you know, I could always restart and try to still be friends. If not, then, you know, move on. Mm -hmm. But it's like, like, if I'm be trying to be serious where she's saying this, like, it's got to be some kind of compromise or you know sacrifice at some point and i was like well <laughs> i know you brought that me praying in the dark room my room's already dark i was just praying 
Because <laughs> he told me later that I was praying in the dark. Yeah, because I had to pray about it. I was like, God, is it, you know, is she is she in? Like, let me know. So I'm like, I'm gonna do this. That's right. like putting that trust in God. Right. So I was like, all right. And you know, she wasn't happy about it. She, she didn't understand but for a while. She, I know she was upset. Um Yeah. I know a few of my, my cousins was like, Why would you do that? Like, mm-hmm. hey, look. And go ahead. I was going to say that my, and as we're talking about trust and being built, that the, it hurt, it hurt me to see that for you, but then because it was hard for me to even say it, but then I, I would know why if you said no, you know, like to, um, to me and was like, cause I was like, it's either me or her kind of situation. That's kind of what I said in a way. Didn't I say it like that? Or did I say it like that? No, oh, I didn't say like that. That means you would have been confidential, you know. You, you okay, know. it was something that where I was, but I need you. I needed you to make a decision, yeah, kind of something. You, like you, I can't you, remember how like, I said it. You know, basically, yeah. you were saying you was uncomfortable with that, and I already know what that meant. Okay, so I was just uncomfortable. Yeah, I was saying uncomfortable with it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I was like, I don't know how long it could last like that because my thoughts couldn't go there. But you doing that then helped build the trust that I to see, mm-hmm. like the action of that. Because first, you taking time to do it was the first initial thought you saying that i need to because you told me i need to go pray about it yeah because i was like i, like, mm-hmm. I could yeah i could instantly do it but then it was like okay it was like you just quick to do that right <laughs> exactly it's right and so you you taking time to pray about it and actually give time mm-hmm. with it meant a lot it was the most anxious part of my it was like a two-day maybe a day and a half thing. Mm-hmm. It was just so like I was on pins and needles, like just waiting for you to tell me when you did it. I was like on edge. But yeah, because it was I, just I could, so much. I couldn't just like, boom, cut off that's and no talk. Like I, I went to go talk to her about it. I'm like, hey, this, this is what it is. Yeah. And that's the part that was, it was the, it was the wait in between because you didn't talk to me. In between then. Oh yeah, because I was I was a little upset. Like, exactly. That's what I was saying. But like I said, I was I was up with a little upset about that, but what made me really upset was you ch- making me change my wallet. Oh my god. At the same time. And then I'm over here. So wait a minute. That party that we went to was around the same time? Yes. It was? Yes. Okay. Because I remember we met up over there. Oh, we met at, up over I, there. I was, okay. I was like, okay. okay, but I remember you said something about the wallet, and that's when you gave it to me as a gift. I'm like why didn't change my wallet? <laughs> it's like, but I didn't even know how big of a deal it was until now. Yeah, until we talked about it, like this podcast. This podcast, because <laughs> I just gave a wallet to you because I saw a old Rusty Krusty, and I was like, I don't know how I. I think I seen a wallet somewhere. I don't know. No, I don't you, know how I thought of you it. You probably saw me pull my wallet out and it looked all raggedy daggedy, and you was just like, "Ah, you need a new wallet." And you just decided, you know what? I feel bad about what I did. Let me give him a gift. You know what? That might have been why. Yeah, it was. And I was just like, "No, I take it because I'm nice." But God, but I was already mad at you anyway. I know you gave it to me angrily. I was mad at you for something else, not because of that. It was for something else you did that day. It was probably in response to what was going on. <laughs> and then maybe I don't remember. <laughs> was, we just said a, forget it. We forgive each other. There you and go. And then I gave and I saw so I gave you the gift as a peace offering. Possibly. I don't know. And then because I don't remember all of this. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was it was a lot of sacrificing in that one little moment. Because it was like, okay, get rid of friends. All right, cool. I you know, I can yeah. heal from that. But then my my wallet. Like I went out and bought that wallet. Like you know, you understand. I don't shop. He doesn't at all. He doesn't. So I already had a wallet that was like overdue. I was just like, all right, I'm gonna go find me a wallet. Find me a nice, expensive one. I'm like, I'm gonna keep this for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And here she come. Here's a wallet. <laughs> God. Oh my gosh! I spent seventy dollars on this wallet. Now I gotta go get another. Yes, I bought it raggedy already. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, was, it was. It was the fashion. It was supposed to be worn looking. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, what's the uh, distressed? Distressed. That's the new look. Everything distressed. <laughs> it was supposed to be distressed looking. Distressed. Look. It was just a little extra distressed because it was. But in my pocket. you didn't communicate that to me till now. So that. Nah, I got over. So it. he needs a. That was our. 
So I gave you a we're dating wallet. Now I need to get you a married man wallet. I'll go back to my other wallet. I don't need no married man wallet. You need, you need a married man wallet. This is I'm it. If you if you look at my daddy's wallet and this wallet, it's the same thing. I don't know what it is with men's men. I don't even trip trip off men's 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 and wallets. Yeah, men's and men's and wallets. Because ain't y'all's problem. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, so that was kind of an interesting situation. But I think. You need pressure to develop the trust. That mm -hmm. was a pressure point. We were dating. If that's the case, then if you're saying it was around the party that that happened, that was around May because a friend was graduating. That was a graduation party. Mm -hmm. So it was February, March, April. So about four or five months in to our relationship. Oh, I did say something, though. I just now remembered. Oh. Um, When we were talking about no female friends, basically, oh. I, I was saying... And sorry to your friends too, but I was including your friends too. And what? No female friends. For oh, me. for you. Oh, okay. I was like, I have my friends. <laughs> I, I know you have your friends. Okay. Because so, I, I think what ended up happening is uh you told me there was <laughs> which tends to happen a lot. <laughs> but the very first time it was the first Friday, and you said there was gonna be dudes there, and there was no, no there was no dudes up. showed up. Yeah. So I'm the only one. So I was just on my phone the whole time. And I think that's where they built the in their head that I don't like them. I don't remember all this. I mean, I remember no no yeah, I do remember this. I do remember this, but I don't remember I was on my phone the whole time. Y'all was talking and everything. I was just chilling. I didn't say not one word. You're getting different moments mixed up because I do remember that, but I don't remember. First that was Fridays, the, that was the very first time. I think it was around first Fridays or first Fridays or something so, like that. Yeah, because I remember we was walking around at first. Mm -hmm. But even then, since then, it's like, yeah, I'd be cool with him, but don't, don't ask. You know, I ain't friendly. Well, and that's and that's how it should be. Oh yeah, that's how it should be. And so that's so yeah. So basically the. It's our topic as far as the relationship. Cause I know a lot of people have different oh, angles yeah. of this, yeah. of female uh, opposite sex friendships and all that stuff. It, yeah. You could be cool with it or whatever. This is us and this is what we did um, as far as, and, but as you can see, we had to build that trust. And from that moment, I saw what trust looks like and how I could trust you because of the actions you took. And mm -hmm. so that's why I think that's a that major point. And that kind of segues into when do we know that we could trust one another? When was that point to where we knew that, you know, you could trust me? So when did you know you could trust me? Trust uh, me, because you, you brought something up earlier. Well, yeah, like, like I said, my, my trust, even, even then, was I. you already had the trust. It's just mm -hmm. whenever you failed that trust would have been the problem. Mm -hmm. like, if you would have failed it, you'd be like, ah, you ain't getting that back. Mm -hmm. Especially hearing about your past. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, my trust, I never get a second chance to put my trust. Yeah, <laughs> and so and that's goes into not only the relationships but a lot of other relationships mm -hmm. in your life, based off you saying that. Right. For example, there was uh, one girl who was like, "Oh, I went to go spend the night over a friend's house. It was a dude. Oh it yeah, do nothing. It's like, oh, a wrap. Right. She's like, you, you don't want to talk about it, and I'm like, no, you did what you did. It's done. Bye. And I'm like, you made me stop my game and everything. I went right I back to playing. I remember that. Yeah, you making this awkward. Well, you can you, leave. You made it awkward, right? So <laughs> made that choice. I right? no trust is gone now. Like yeah, and that's the thing too. It can be quickly. A lot of people aren't vulnerable people, so they only give you a chance. Oh yeah, yeah. So once you break it, it's no coming back. None. You know what I'm saying? And some people don't, some people do have hardened hearts because of that True. over time. So they, they, it's, they're not easy to come by. If you in their life, you are in their life for a reason. If you're not in their life, you not in their life for a reason. They pick and choose people by, based off of the hurt yeah. that they experience and the, re the rejection that they experience. So, so um, I do know there's people out there like that yeah. too. And so as far as relationships, it could be the same way. Um, and so, but for me, as far as trusting you, it was by your actions. Um, and so people, men can be all talk all the time about, you know, this is what I'm gonna do for you. You know, they're pursuing you. 
they see the they see you but i saw how you were when you would um you were consistent mm -hmm. and you i remember you telling me that if i give my word i'm gonna do it you know not necessarily with me but with just other things that you do in life like if i give my word i feel like i need to do it yep you know and so when you would help me out with the nonprofit organization and we would have team mic nights like you were faithfully there helping with um the chairs the music the whatever that was needed like that was in the early stages of our relationship when i actually the the month we started was a month i started back with oh yeah a lot of the team mic nights and like you came to it Oh man, so, business. Let me get up in here and see what you're talking about. So he came in there for that. And then with my car situation, like he showed <laughs> me that he was persistent at, you know, fixing the car. And then also just um, so okay, so I think you, you, gotta, thing you gotta you gotta dive into the car. You can't just brush past that. So I would not advise this <laughs> to those out there. We are at least a month, um, a month of some change in. Freshly knowing me. Freshly knowing him, I have a work retreat that was coming up and um, my co-worker friends, you know, we cool. We said we were going to meet up at the Great Wolf Lodge and we were going to park our cars there. And then we were going to ride with one of them and then drive up, you know, to the work retreat. It's about almost an hour, two hours away, about two hours, three hours away. And so um, we're going to ride up. And so did I offer you to do that? Or you just no, said I, I can't? No, you. So, okay. I, I First of all, that was your fault. Mm -hmm. You can't bring that on me. So no, I, I told you no. what I was doing. But you, that, you, your trust was like, eh. Okay. You said, <laughs> can I, what'd you say? Um, I don't remember exactly what I yeah. said, but I know it was along the lines like, hey, uh, basically I can fix your car while you're gone. So, but, you know, give me your keys. I'll drive. I even look after your apartment kind of situation. It was like. I know you probably sat there thinking, you like, right, you know what? My car is getting fixed. All right. <laughs> right. I was a little leery. I was leery at first. Like, I was like, you don't have my keys to my car in my place. apartment. Now, mind you, I don't think I told anybody either, which was a, also not the best thing to do. Didn't tell nobody that this was happening. So that let was this, wrong. Let this man take your whip. Mm. And then the second thing was that... Um, you had my vehicle. Yep. And I trusted you with my whole vehicle. And so, um, so right there, just that moment right there shows you how much trust I put in you. And like I said, I wouldn't advise this, you know, because we were on a good level. You know, I think we were just on the right track as far as what I, what I, I was about to say, what I believed, because I was trying to be believed. <laughs> and so, from what I believe and um I just saw something in you I saw your actions just as in a month in I was like I feel integrity in him I feel honesty through him and so um and of course I always I was praying I was never not praying with this okay like I would seek God about the relationship God if this ain't it please tell me like all the things would happen so it wasn't like hap like just free willy nilly giving you my keys I felt something like it was okay then I felt peace with it. There was an example. Know? I had to fix my car before it's true. while we was dating. So that probably helped her. Oh, well, he can't fix the car. Yes. And so, so yes, I had, I had to see the, the, the fruit of his labor. Mm -hmm. And so, um, <laughs> because other than that, I would have been like, hold up. How do I know you can fix cars? Fix and so cars. anyway, we go on a trip, come back. He actually picks me up. Oh, wait, no, actually I got to talk about the drop off. I remember my coworker friends, they were like, um, you going to leave your car with him? Who is he? First of all, because I didn't introduce you to nobody yet like that, like that. We weren't even official. Random but, man. But hey. my co-workers, they knew me before you. And so they were like, so you dating somebody? Who is he? And my one friend, she's very cautious about a lot of things. She was like, girl, I would never. Like, you just. I was like, yeah, I know. And in the back of my mind, my whole, the whole trip, I'm like, if this man mess with my car, my apartment, and all the things oh my gosh, I'm going to call my daddy and it's about to be on. Like, it was just a whole bunch of things in my mind that went on. So I get back, he comes and picks me up. And then, of course, you you don't come in that. You never came in the apartment with me. Um, You always just drop me off at the front door. I mean, drop me off the front door. You know, lead, let me on, you know, whatever, into the house. It's apartment. And so, and then I saw, I don't know if you told me or whatever, but I, 
I remember it was gifts that you left me. That was the only time I went it went in there was to drop them gifts off. I put them right there and left. I didn't mm -hmm. even check nothing. I should have. I should have went to your drawers. You know, oh, see, I would have known though too. Mm -hmm. But, but um, so um, a teddy bear and a card and maybe some flowers. I don't know if you dropped flowers. I can't remember. Yeah, I was on that romantic tip. And so when I got there, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, how your coworkers feel about that? My car was fixed. In addition to the car being fixed, I had um, gifts, gifts at the door. And that's when I actually called my mom or talked to my mom and told her about you. So, Mama, I think I found someone. And so she was mm -hmm. like, do you like him? Do you think he's, you know, someone you pursue? I'm going to be praying for you. And so, like I said, it was the actions I had to, you had to prove it. And you were, it's in your pursuing stage. And again, the, these are the stages when you were pursuing me. Not that you ain't stopped. Soon. Wait, was that the AC situation? No, I don't. I'll, I think that I fixed no, that, that was way later. later. That was later when I actually found out. Like that was mm -hmm. the reason. Yeah, that was that. I, I guess I don't know. Um, it might have been a part of it, but yeah. um, but yeah. So when that advice, seek counsel, wise counsel before you do anything like that. Yeah, don't keep that. Separate. I think I only had God. I didn't talk to nobody. I don't else. Nobody, Jesus. right? Just like I did, sure, <laughs> sure. I, you know, well, you've been obedient, my child. <laughs> so he's all right. I'll get him if he's yeah. So um, anyway, so that's kind of how we. But then we also want to talk about how trust evolves. Yeah, over time, like we, you have to build the foundation in trust. This is why a lot of relationships are kind of eh because they start off maybe not so great. And then they kind of build on top of the foundation that's a little shaky. And so this whole time you're building your relationship with that person, you're moving further, further, you building, you know, you, you get into the stage where you're getting serious engagement, marriage, but you still have that shaky foundation mm -hmm. that you never fixed or went back to, or tried to repair mm -hmm. or even determine if you need to be together. You just kind of wiped that away and was like, but the people still have that in the back of their minds. And there's a reason why a lot of the things they're doing in a relationship is causing them to act a certain way. But again, you under the rug, under the rug, under the rug. Then you get married and then you start seeing different things and you go back to the beginning of the relationship or that part of the relationship when there's still shaky foundation that never came up. Mm -hmm. All that dust is still under that rug. So with us, we had to build the foundation of trust to evolve the right way in trust oh no no oh, that was, I thought I, was it <laughs> i don't know i thought it was something on my wrist so babe how do you feel we <clears throat> built trust over time like what was what were those things that we that we did to keep the trust alive uh, i think for my end was me telling you basically the structure i had where i was like okay it's gonna be god yeah first and foremost before anything so i'm gonna put my trust in him what i'm doing and like me showing you like okay before i even talk to you about girlfriend boyfriend like i gotta dedicate my life <laughs> again yeah. to god and yeah. he's like okay all right i see so it's like those things like that me doing that was like more i felt like that was building trust mm -hmm. for you when my trust was already there like it was like hey I had to see you submit to God. Yeah. Because because I think... You didn't believe me at first. Well, I had to see you submitting God in order for me to potentially see myself submitting to you. Mm -hmm. So that we can both submit to God together and, be in, and do the order how it's supposed to be, yeah. biblically, right? And so I think that was where that came from. Yeah. Like... I had to see, you are the head of the, the you are the, head of the household. The head. Yeah, yeah. I want to say the head of the household, but I guess I can use that. You know, you are, you, you are the one submitted to God. And so I put my trust in you as far as vision, clarity, mm -hmm. goal seeking, all the things we talk about it together. We do this together as a partnership, but then it's like, I saw that already Yeah. in the seriousness stage, the dating stage, which uh, this is a precursor to um, us. We got something coming out for y'all. 
we'll be talking about that later. Um, a book for y'all for those in their in the dating seasons and you know, kind of deal. But and we'll talk about what this what this looked like for us and what that can look like for you. But it's um yeah, we had that. Yeah. Which yeah. uh thing is my the way I was doing leadership wasn't more like a oh iron rule, you have to do what I say kind of thing. Oh, woman, you're beneath me. No, it was nothing like that. It was more <laughs> my my leadership was more of submission, like, okay, submit to God and then I'm gonna submit to my wife. Mm-hmm. Or at the time it was like you was you was earning the sub- submission for me, but it was still like, okay, mm-hmm. like I'll lead in, in a way to where it's like, okay, if you need anything or do anything, like the car situation or something like that, like I'm I'll you know, whatever I have, I'll give to you. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. in, instead of like, you need to do this or you need to do that. You know, mm-hmm. make sure you take the car here and this. Mm-hmm. Like it was nothing that it was like, hey, you want this car fixed? And, you know, I can do that. Yeah, that's and that's key. And that's key. And other people were able to see this as well yeah. to provide me with approval that this is OK to to move forward with. Mm-hmm. Um also known as my dad. So, <laughs> <laughs> did he do this right? Did so, he check this? Did he still do so, this? <laughs> you need you need people who, other than your eyes, because it could have been things that I did not see. Yeah. But being that somebody else was looking into this, like you need people to peek into your relationship so they can see this too, right? So, um, I can say that also, in addition to what you're saying, is mm-hmm. that um, we do strive to have a lot of open communication. Yeah. Um, it's not like it's perfect communication. Um, we have our check-ins that we always talk about on here. That yep. is an episode on our podcast. Do free, uh, feel free to look is how we check in is called the title of the episode. Yeah. Um, but we do that frequently to help also with trust. Um, when you, you also help with trust, me trusting you, when you tell me that something go, is going down, somebody flirted with you on the job, at the store, at quick trip. You know, the way she looked at you, the way I some, feel. Some random woman just started talking to so me. Some, I'm like, uh. I don't, I'm like, okay, like that. He just, she just trying to talk to you. And he'd be like, no. No. And so I know I the difference. Yeah. <laughs> so talk to me about, I don't know just, how to make coffee. Well, yeah, I don't know how do you make coffee either. Get away from me. Being an introvert is actually in your best. Yes, because Interest I was all in my own little world. Here she come. I don't know how to make coffee. My kids tell me I don't. <laughs> so because okay, yeah, but anyway, like yeah, like you you are you are comfortable with coming to me. I'm comfortable with coming to you when I feel like something's happening, you know, kind of thing or something like something has happened. Yeah, you know, and it's like we you got to talk about. It. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what. To rewind back, I think what it was, um, when you saw me do the no friends move, um, I know you felt a certain way when you was helping somebody go back and forth to work, or not work, but home mm-hmm. from uh, uh, yeah, based from, on what you was doing, yeah, and you was just like, ah, you know what, I did. I don't think it's right if I'm doing this and you already, you know. So- Made that move. The picture, the, the for the picture for the people was um that there was somebody that needed rides home from our events mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Like so, every month we would have an event. I'll have to pick him up and drop him off because of where he was, um, location wise. And so I was like, after I started thinking about it, because me, like I'm comfortable with, like I, I mean, just man friends and stuff like that. But then I didn't have any like that. I didn't really have any man friends, but I didn't see him as he was just like a business partner. Mm-hmm. And so over time, I was like, wait a minute. I told him that he couldn't have, um, you know, f- female friends. But then I'm like, but wait a minute. I got a man in my car. And, so I'm, and I remember asking you, do you feel comfortable with this? I said, I didn't care. Yeah, and you didn't <laughs> care. And so I was like, because I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it the other way until it came up, until I was driving 
him one day and I was like, well, wait a minute, is he okay with this? But I figured you would have said it or I would have known something if you, if you weren't because you knew I was doing it yeah. the whole time. I mean, it wasn't like, it was like I was beat right behind you. I was in the other car. <laughs> right. You was in, you in the car. Yeah, true. You was always there. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, so, oh, you feel it? It's like, no. Yeah. Like, and so it was, it was just, you know, a business partnership that we, you know, that we had and, you know, cool dude. And so it was, and yeah, so um, I never thought of that. And so, but I op- I voiced it to you, you mm-hmm. know? And that's one of the things, like, are you okay with this? Yeah. Like, you have to continue to check in with your spouse, your partner, and be like, hey, you okay with this? Are you good? Which now I see it as, like, especially since we talked about it, like, like in a way kind of recently, where it's like, okay, if, if you have me do something like that, like, you should have the same, you know, expectations too. So if mm-hmm. I was to sit there and tell you to do something, mm-hmm. I should have the same expectation that I should do the same. Mm-hmm. So at the time I was just like, you know, whatever. but now mm-hmm. after, like you said, trust grows and stuff like mm-hmm. that, it's like, Hey, you want me to do this? And it's like, okay, I understand it, but you got to have the same level. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just sit there and tell me not to do something. You doing it. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why it's, it's it's important to talk about it. And that's why the open communication. Open communication. Um, and you got to make sure to make a safe space or place, wherever you want, yeah, for one another it. when you're having these, you know, kind of conversations and stuff like that or the, the trust. Mm-hmm. So that you can be open to talk. Mm-hmm. If you're constantly cutting somebody down or, you know, talking down to them, demeaning them. I'm not going to trust you enough to talk to you about it. Yeah. And then you're like, why you ain't talking? Well, I can't talk. Yeah. Because you ain't letting me. Or I don't feel comfortable with talking to you. Which I will say, those previous relationships I've been in mm-hmm. help me mold what kind of relationship I want. Ooh, <laughs> that's good. Um, that's why a lot of times you're like, you don't get mad at this. And I think I told you before, like, you ain't done nothing bad yeah. compared to, you know, what I've been through. Mm-hmm. Because every time somebody brings something up, I've been through that. Like, it's different personalities and everything. Like, like, like what you just said with the safe safe place. Like, I've been in a relationship where I didn't have a safe place. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll say something and it just instantly be turned down. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. Yeah, like you, you ask me a question, I tell you, and you just automatically just put it down. Like, mm-hmm. what's the point of talking to you then? Yeah, and that's a key point. I uh, like because a lot of times we we want to find that person, and it's hard out there. You know, it's mm-hmm. rough, but you want to find that person right away. But sometimes you have to go through to see what you really want. You yeah. got to go through the seasons of of dating and those hard conversations to get to the point to where you're finding somebody, the right person yeah. that you need for you. So, and a lot of times you ain't gonna find no man that's already built there. Like he's still growing. You might find that one. Yeah, it's okay. He gonna get there. Mm-hmm. That means you gonna be growing with him. Don't be like I want him all the way healthy already. Yeah. Well, in that case, he already married. Yeah. <laughs> he already Jesus. That's probably why. <laughs> that's probably why you be seeing them women mess with married men because he already there. He already married. Not oh, uh, wow. already healthy. Now you want that. Wow. Uh, I want the healthy one since I can't find them out in the streets. I want that. Wow, you took it there. I'm sorry. Yeah. I no, thought, I mean, I it was. Mic it's, at it's, it's I keep too... throwing the mic at y'all. Man, <laughs> good grief. Okay. Um, That's why I tell my wife about everything, especially quick trip lady. She wanted healthy, quick and you ain't getting healthy. I was going to pop the trunk. What was her license plate? You didn't have to pop no trunk. No. I got, I got right in the car. You ain't have to worry about that. Well, I got you. Pop the trunk. Um, I just want to pop the trunk to say I did it. So we're button it. Here, just pop the trunk now. <laughs> Boop. Boop. Now I gotta go out and close it. And then the last thing is really just belief and faith and knowing that you haven't given me a reason to not trust you. Yeah. I think is what it is. And so, like we said, trust is built over time. Of course, people make mistakes and there mm-hmm. could be broken trust within. Um, and that that comes with rebuilding. That comes with, you know, finding the right people to help you rebuild that. Trusted people at your church, going to counseling, mm-hmm. going to people that mentors, you know, talking to people you know and, and trust to help you rebuild those relationships. Um, in there but um, yeah I just know that sometimes it just if it's broken it got to be built again 
Yeah. And that's another another spot. Are you willing to go through all that? Yeah. If you married, you got to fight. But <laughs> depending on what it is, but there's a fight in it. If you ain't the lucky part, you ain't got to. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. I just, I just, it's... And not the angrily fight. I mean, you so, I mean, it's no. a different kind of fight. No, no. Like you got to fight for it. Fight for it. And a lot of times you don't means, have to fight much because it's, I mean I just went toward the only reason I brought that because I thought of like love is blind people are these all all these shows and they're fighting for their marriage but they ain't what y'all fighting for? y'all ain't had what y'all fighting for I couldn't explain it because it's like, y'all ain't have there's no trust actually we talking about trust there ain't no trust no in these and so because you don't even know that person from adam uh, y'all y'all gotten married off of lust and you're talking about oh, i want to trust i love you no you don't and so now y'all gotta fight and be married so y'all got two things yeah, going on which is right. it, it could work out because we see the the workout the one couple that's um a glorious exception God, no like to the like, to yeah. the to the rule of this of the that the assignment actually worked for yeah the i mean the experiment the assignment the, ex- the assignment yeah basically the thing. um so I, I have i'm happy to see them anywho um yeah that's our trust episode hope you like it hope you like it hope you hey hope you comment hope you share like i said before if you want to know more of the story oh just... gosh you don't even comments. know. You don't. Even, oh, leave it in the comments. Okay, I was like, I thought you said go to the episode. Um, right. and just a tidbit. Um, pretty soon I will have a resource out there for single women. So if you don't know, now you know mm-hmm. that I teach single Christian women how to date with con- confidence, cultivate relationships that lead to long-lasting love and commitment. So I got something coming out for you. I cannot wait to bring it out. Just hold tight. Um, DJ and I got something coming out yep. this summer. We're gonna be working on it. So um stay tuned for that. Like we got we it's 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 about to be on and popping. So y'all gotta keep following us. Subscribe on the YouTubulars, subscribe on um or follow us on um Spotify, Apple, comment, rate, all the stuff that you can do, share all those things, okay? Because listen, we here because of y'all. Yep. We here because of y'all. And also, I, I I hear some of y'all saying y'all want me to do the talking to. Um, I have to get used to just talking by myself. Or you can invite some people on, too. You act like you got to talk by yourself. Yeah, you because my, my introvert self is just like, this is weird. Any men <laughs> that want to be, talk about uh, married men. I know, you know, single men, married men want to come and talk on the podcast. Y'all put it in the comments or a DM or um, message us. We can right. have your own so y'all can help DJ not talk by itself. If not, I'm just going to bring a family member. That, that, or I'm a host and I'm going to just direct all the questions to you. Yeah, I was about to say, that, now we can do the family member because that, them, that conversation is going to get wild. I don't know if we want wild. Oh, it's going to get wild. No, nah, we want wild, actually. We want a wild episode. Oh, in that case. <laughs> I know that fight. No, nah, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> all right. We love y'all. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Thank you for tuning into When Marriage and Purpose Collide podcast. Click on the link in the description to learn a little more about us. Subscribe and send a review on your takeaways or any new insight you have gained in this episode. See you back here for our next episode. Peace.